The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Healthy by Human podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host, and I am so excited to have you here today listening. Wherever you are in the world, welcome, my gorgeous queen. I am so pumped for today's episode. It is a solo episode, and we're going to dive into some very highly requested and hot topics all about how to hear from God, encounter God, and get back into your faith and really, really encounter him on a deeper level. This is These are some questions I think a lot of people have. I know I had them when I was getting back into my faith, and so I'm going to share just some personal experience and some biblical truth with you that I think will help you a lot. So before we get into the episode, make sure if you love it, you leave a review. It helps us a lot with reaching more people all around the world and sharing positivity and love into the world. And also don't forget to share the podcast if you love it on your stories and you can tag us on Instagram at healthy human pod and I'll be sure to repost you. Okay, let's get into our little self check-in before we dive into things. So the self check-in is a time to just really reground yourself. If you've been having a really busy day, this is the perfect moment to just slow it down and see how you're doing. So wherever you are, I want you to just sit still or if you're walking, don't do that. But take a nice inhale through your nose, fill up your lungs with so much goodness, so much love into your beautiful body. And then exhale through your mouth, sighing out, letting go of anything that's tension inside of you. Release it with your breath. And then take one more deep inhale. This time grow a little bit taller with your breath. Imagine your breath is golden energy just flooding over every inch of you. And then exhale, just slightly opening your lips and sighing out, letting go of any limiting beliefs, any negative thoughts. Just let it go with your breath. Choose to release it. You don't have to carry it. And then now I want you to ask yourself on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being amazing, 1 being not so great, how are you doing today? And don't be hard on yourself. Just listen to how you're feeling. And now I want you to ask yourself, why do I feel like this? Maybe something happened in your day. Maybe nothing happened. Just getting real and honest about be where this feeling is coming from. Because a feeling is like a signal in your car. It's showing that something is happening. And that there's a cause for it. And now I want you to ask yourself, what is something that I can do today to make my day a little bit brighter and to help me feel a little bit better. If you've been already feeling like a 10, what can you do to get yourself to an 11? It could be something so small, like listening to the podcast. And now, I want you to ask yourself, what is something that I am grateful for? Yesterday, the Lord revealed to me to make a gratitude list, and it was truly the most mood-boosting activity ever, something so simple so talked about, and yet I have not done it in forever. So just start to feel, find the gratitude for something. And now I want you, let's take care of our physical body. So ask yourself, have I drank water in the past 30 minutes? Even if you have, grab your water, maybe pause the podcast and get your water. 
and we're gonna chug and hydrate our hot bods on three, two, one. Cheers, my gorgeous queen. Love some water. Okay. <laughs> now, I want you to ask yourself, have I stood up in the past 60 minutes? If you haven't, stand up, shake out the legs, shake out the arms, get the blood flowing, and sit back down. Okay. Final question today is ask yourself, how would I describe my current relationship with God? It could be with God, with faith in general. Just get real with yourself here and really think about it. Okay, hold on to that answer. We're going to get into the episode topic very soon. But first, quick little life update for you. So I'm recording this episode as usual the day before it goes out because I love to keep things in real time for you guys. (laughs) It is a very busy season of my life. All very good things. We just moved into our new house. Finally, praise the Lord on Friday. And it was like one of the things when I told you that I did the gratitude journaling was it yesterday. I just am so overjoyed and thankful and grateful for just everything the Lord did to get us in this house. I'm going to share a couple of those things really fast. And this is just, this is just the Lord's hand at work. And if you didn't already know this, I've been kind of walking through a tough season of life right now. And even though it is a hard season, I don't want to let it define me. And I obviously want to process things, but I really, really believe that being grateful, even in the hard seasons, is one of the best ways to fully heal and fully get out of the hard season, all in God's timing. But the hard season, if you didn't have listened to the podcast before, is I lost my baby 11 weeks into my pregnancy about a month ago at this point, maybe three weeks ago. And definitely, definitely probably the hardest thing of my entire life I've had to go through in terms of physical and just emotional pain, but we're getting through it. And day by day, I feel like I'm healing a lot. And so anyways, it has been such a blessing because during this hard season, I mean, the first few weeks of it, I was just in excruciating pain. I wasn't allowed to lift things, let alone really do anything that was physically super hard on my body. So John had some of his friends actually reach out and offer to help us with flooring our house. So we didn't do a ton of work on our new home. Thankfully, it was a 2014 house, which I am just so, I'm so thankful for you guys. I was looking, we were initially looking at a house that was like, I think it was built in the seventies and we're like, oh, cute little fun renovation project. Oh my gosh. I don't, I just don't think I'm cut out for a super intense renovation product project yet. (laughs) Maybe in a slower season of life, but we painted all of the walls in our house and we redid all the floors. We painted the kitchen cabinets, replaced all the handles. We did a lot. I mean, it wasn't a ton if you really look at other projects, but still it felt like a lot of work and flooring definitely takes time and energy. So it was a blessing to have friends helping us with that. And then John's mom and sister also flew down and helped us finish up the flooring while I was planning the wedding and running a business, which was such a godsend because there's only so many hours in the day. And while I try to be as superhuman as I can with time management and stuff, it's just, you know, it just isn't possible to do it all. But speaking of all of the wedding stuff, our wedding is on Saturday, bro, what? 
So if you're also listening to this, I am already married. John and I got married in April. We eloped. We had just a couple of friends and family at our ceremony, but we're going to have the full-blown wedding celebration with all of our friends and family in our town this weekend. And I'm so excited, you guys. It is a Florida farm wedding and it's ironic because I never imagined myself having a farm wedding. In fact, literally two years ago, a year ago, I think I straight up said to John, I am never having a farm wedding because we'd been to so many Texas farm weddings and I was like, they're all the same. Anyways, here I am having a farm wedding. So, you know, it's one of those things where things change, (laughs) but I'm really excited. The ceremony is between, it's called, um, there's eucalyptus trees on each side and the ceremony is between the trees and it's going to be so beautiful. There's a flower field next to the tree lane and it is just, the weather here has been incredible. So praying that it is continuing to be amazing weather and I'm just really excited, but I will say it has been a ton of work this week. I feel like I, my work-life balance has been absolutely terrible, which is ironic because I feel like we recently talked about balance on the podcast, but it's one of those seasons where life is just a little busy and I am trying to continue to give myself things I need, even though it is a really busy week. Like today I went figure skating down in Palm Beach and I'm going to do a little workout after I record this. And then I'm going to, I went on a walk this morning too. So I've been a very busy, active gal during the midst of it, but that's my encouragement to you. If you've been going through a busy season of life is don't sacrifice your own physical and mental needs for the sake of just getting everything done. I I'm guilty of doing this a lot. I'll put myself at the back burner and then I'll put everyone ahead of me. And then before I know it, that leads to burnout and that leads to me not being a very amazing, nice human. So it is important that like a car, we continue to fill our tanks up as we go down the journey of life. So we don't run empty because when we run empty and we burn on, burn on the fumes, that's when we're not the best versions of ourselves. Anyways, that's been what's happening. And then also I just had several launches actually for my Pilates studio. If you didn't know this, I have an online Pilates studio. It's called Sweaty Studio. We have affirmation workouts. So I blend Pilates with feel good, empowering affirmations because I really believe that movement is a mind body practice. And a lot of times we'll do a workout and we're maybe feeling bad about our bodies in the midst of it. And then we just leave feeling worse about ourselves. And I always say you can't hate yourself into a body that you love. So that is exactly why I made Sweaty Studio is to help you fall in love with your body throughout the entire journey. So if we had a launch for our November Cozy Girl Pilates Challenge, there's still time to join. So I'll link it below. And you have a 14-day free trial as well. So you can test it out, see if you like it, see if it's your vibe and... Yeah. I also just launched our hoodies and I am so excited because I'm planning to send those out on Friday. So if you pre-ordered your hoodie, that should hopefully be there very soon. It's been a little stressful with that because I did a pre-order because I wanted to order all of them. I didn't want to waste hoodies, but unfortunately the first batch we had a bit of an issue. So... The second batch should be here on Friday and then we'll get them out. But that's just the life of an entrepreneur. And if you're an entrepreneur, you know, sometimes things just don't always go as planned and that's okay. You got to roll with the punches and you can't dwell in them. You just got to move on. Also update. I have so many updates as you can tell. Update, update, update is I got some more merch for Sweaty Studio and I'll just spill the tea now. It's resistance bands. They're super freaking cute. 
They are literally so cute. I'm so excited for you guys to see them. So if you're getting into your Pilates journey, those will be available very soon. But anyways, those are the updates. I know very long. I always feel like I talk way more than I anticipate on the podcast, but it's okay. You know, life is just, life is a lot happening and I want to keep you guys updated. So anyways, let's get into today's episode topic all about encountering the Lord, how to hear from him and getting closer to him. All those things. Whew. Okay. So here's, here's a quick backstory because I think end of the day, what makes every single person different is our personal story. You can listen to as many sermons as your heart could desire, but I truly believe that what really makes a huge impact in our hearts is hearing other people's experiences and stories with the Lord. And a lot of the times that's why I love reading the Bible is because there are so many people's testimonies in the Bible. I mean, if you look at the Old Testament, we have such super cool prophets. We have stories of kings. We have stories of empowered women who are super super just close to the Lord, following the Lord. And then in the New Testament, we have Jesus's entire testimony and we get to see how he grows up. We get to see how he interacts with other people. We get to see what people think about him. And we also get to see how he interacts with the Lord. And then we have the apostles' testimonies. I mean, there's just so many stories and that's why I love the Bible. And so we're going to get into where to start first in the Bible, all those things, but just quick little backstory on my testimony. I'm going to keep it relatively quick just because I have a whole episode on it. If you want to listen to that later, feel free, be my guest. It's called my testimony, but little backstory. I grew up in the church. I grew up a Christian. Both my parents are believers and I went to the church. I went to church at a very young age. I actually accepted Jesus into my heart when I was, I believe, eight years old. I was in my bedroom at night. I remember it so clearly. Like it was, it's crazy how clearly, clearly I remember it. When I accepted him in my heart, I just got these little tingles all over my body and it was really cool and special. And then from a kid, I had a lot of encounters with the spiritual realm. I don't want to dwell on it too much, but. I lived in a haunted house when I was a child and was very aware of the spiritual world when I was young. And I could also discern what spirits were evil and then what was good. So in my house, when I'd see a ghost, it was like I got this terrified, fearful, just awful feeling inside of me and I would run away from it. But then when I go to church, I felt super light. I felt at peace. And that in itself is already just a distinction that if you're having a hard time discerning what is of God and what is not of God, look inwards and see how it's making you feel because Jesus will always make you feel at peace, but the enemy will make you feel maybe anxious, fearful, confused, overwhelmed, all these different things. So that's where I was at a very young age, but I will say that I was, I felt in my faith around in high school. I would say I was a very strong believer and I was on fire for the Lord, super passionate about him and I'm very, very close to him too. But then I started dating my first boyfriend and, you know, he wasn't a Christian that I know of and I just slowly started to get really infatuated with being in a relationship that I, I definitely idolized him. 
And I would, I slowly fell away from my relationship with the Lord, just slowly, slowly over the course of several years. And then my junior year of high school was a really dark time in my life. I struggled a lot with depression and I struggled a lot with anxiety. I was bullied at school and I wasn't really sure and confident in who I was. I definitely wanted people's approval more than anything and especially boys. I would pretty much do anything to get a guy to like me and I was so just desperate to be in a relationship and I think a lot of high schoolers definitely struggle with this that I would settle for anyone and that led me into situations where maybe the guys didn't treat me right or I would do things that I definitely wasn't comfortable doing, you know, just just those things. But anyways, I really resisted church I would say junior years when it started I still went to church on the weekends my parents but I definitely felt like I just like had to go so anyways fast forward I go to college in Miami go Canes and in college I just stopped going to church entirely so that was probably for the course of what four yeah four years I just stopped going to going to church I would say I never stopped believing in God I always just knew God was still there. I mean, I would look around me and just see nature and I would really see that there was a higher power. I mean, you can't just, if you look at just how nature operates and works, it's all a beautiful system. Everything is so detailed and I just can't, I just could never believe that it was some scientific fluke that the world happened with all of its intricacy and details. So anyways, fast forward, I ended up getting introduced into astrology and spirituality and I had always known well my parents had always warned me that that was very it was it was evil it was bad and for some reason I just in this moment I was like really like what's so bad about it like let's figure this out let's try it out and so me being exploratory in this time of my life this is like 2021-ish time frame 2020 I started to get into the whole astrology thing I did all like the crystals. I did tarot cards. Um, What else? I, oh, I was super into like manifestation stuff. And anyways, I also was really into, I did like Reiki healing, things like that. So it's interesting because I didn't necessarily feel like it was bad in the moment, which is, I think a lot of people who are in it don't realize what exactly they're doing and I have friends who are really into astrology and so like I don't want to sit here and like bad mouth people who do that because I think end of the day like it's really easy to like go down a certain path like that when it looks like very glittery and oh I want to know my future and oh I want to I want to make this happen my dream make, make it my reality like all this stuff but now looking back I'm seeing that the enemy is a very, he's a little, he's a little copycat. And I didn't realize when I was a Christian, well, I never stopped being like a Christian Christian, but when I was really, really, really strong in my faith back in the day, I wasn't aware of the Holy Spirit and I wasn't aware of exactly how the spiritual realm on God's side, the good side of the spiritual realm really operated. And a lot of the stuff that astrology mimics or a lot of the stuff that astrology promises and does is truly a copycat of what happens with the Holy Spirit. But the difference is that the, 
what's the word the source or the spirit that people are hearing from from the astrology side is actually from the enemy and it's usually demonic and so I've heard so many stories of things going very poorly with like a Ouija board or with even like tarot card readings or fortune telling or whatever. I've heard some very terrible stories of how things played out with that, where on the other side of things with Christianity, with like the gift of prophecy or the gift of healing, all these different things, it is coming from a very, very peaceful, loving, pure spirit where it's not the enemy trying to deceive people into falling into his traps where he just wants to oppress us. This is a very deep conversation and (laughs) I know there's a lot of things to unpack there, but if you're really interested in reading more about the spiritual realm side of Christianity, what a lot of churches don't actually talk about is I would start by reading in the book of Acts and looking at all of the different miracles and different things that the disciples did using the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's actually get really fast and talk about the Holy Spirit. Because I know a lot of you guys are probably like, what, it, what are you talking about, Callie? I definitely did not have a lot of experience with the Holy Spirit when I got back into my faith. I also left a whole chunk of my testimony out. We'll go back to that really fast. So I actually ended up getting invited by two of my friends. Oh, you know what? Backtrack even further. So social media is cool. God works in social media. I truly believe it. He works through this podcast. I hear testimonies all the time from you guys about how we put it in your life at the right time, all these different things. In my situation, I was on Instagram stories and my friend Meredith Good, we were not friends at the time, but I still followed her. She posted this story of the Live on Purpose devotional by Sadie Robertson. And the whole topic of it is about how to navigate anxiety and fear. And those were two things I was struggling with. Yes, I was struggling with those things very deeply, even though I was doing all of these little crystal manifestation and I had my quote unquote dream life. I was still in a very dark mental place, feeling extremely unfulfilled, which is ironic because I've noticed a lot of times social media promises and, and glamorizes the life that I actually was living. I was living in this beautiful Miami, what's the word? It was a very high up. It was like, why am I blanking on the name of this? High rise? Yes. I was living in a beautiful Miami high rise in Brickell. I It had white floors, white walls, literally glass windows, like floor to ceiling. It was a glass house. It was beautiful. I was living with my best friend. I just adopted my dream dog. I had a job that I tolerated. I mean, I was just thankful to have a job out of college. I was building a business. I was doing really well, social media stuff, had a relationship that looked amazing on the outside. Like everything looked really, really good and glamorized or social media would totally glamorize that lifestyle. I was also partying, having all the good times, whatever. Anyways, I felt very empty. I genuinely felt extremely, extremely dark inside. So 
fast forward, I find this devotional and I'm like, that looks interesting. I hadn't written off Christianity. Like I said, I still was figuring out what, what do I really believe? Cause I never really explored it. And so I ordered it and you guys literally the first devotional of that devotional I read was like spot on what I needed to hear. God was just speaking out of those pages. It was so freaking cool. And that is one thing about, we'll talk about how to encounter the Lord, but God does speak through different things that aren't just the Bible. He will speak through other people. He will speak through podcasts. He will speak through music. He'll speak through books. He'll speak through shows. He'll speak through whatever. He can speak through anything because he's literally God. I mean, he spoke through, there was a story in the Bible where he like spoke through a storm, which is so cool. Anyways, continuing on (laughs) because I get sidetracked sometimes. So I got this devotional and I was, I started doing it every day. I was still doing all the astrology stuff too. Don't get me wrong, but I started to do this devotional and it was really interesting. So then I had two friends invite me to church on the same weekend and they didn't even know each other. And I'm like, that's interesting. John, my now husband was visiting me at the time in Miami. I think we just started to date and he... uh, I also skipped a part. The relationship that I said was glamorized, the four-year relationship, we broke up. So my gla- my dream, quote-unquote dream life kind of came shattering down on me and I was extremely in the thick of just being depressed. Anyways, then I started to talk to John and we started dating. That, was, that moved very fast. Okay, so <laughs> we go to church and you guys, it was like the church service, literally just everything the pastor said was God speaking through him to me. I've never had a sermon up until that point just be so, I was just like, this is literally God speaking to me. Like I was writing everything down. I'd never heard him so clearly through a sermon before, which was really, really cool. So after that, I was like, okay, I want to start listening to church podcasts and I want to start praying. And it was really beautiful because I feel like sometimes we can feel like we have to have this overnight switch where our lifestyle has to change overnight. And while that's amazing, it happens for some people, I definitely had a slow transition of getting back into my faith. And that's also okay. Like the Lord is going to meet you where you are. And then eventually I stopped doing the whole astrology thing. I felt very convicted about it. And it was crazy because I had my crystals on my shelf in my room because I thought they were still really pretty. John was working at the desk that day. He was working out of my apartment and he was sitting at my desk you guys, I had picture frames on another wall. The picture frames and crystals fell at the exact same time. And I think it was after that day we were like, oh snap, like we need to get this out of the apartment. Like it is clearly has like some dark links to it. Anyways, we got it out of the apartment and I think we had talked, we like started to hear more about the spiritual realm and like how just about like the demonic stuff and all this, how to like get rid of it. And so we prayed over the apartment, cast things out. And you guys, this is where a perfect example of how the enemy copycats the Lord saging your apartment. I'm sorry. How is that? Like, it's so, it's so correlate, like so similar to the same concept of anointing your home and praying over your home and inviting the Holy Spirit to fill it. Like there, you're going to start to see as I'm talking about this stuff, there's so many similarities, but yet when I experience astrology versus God's power, God's power is so much stronger. You guys, I definitely, definitely there is power in astrology. I mean, there is a dark side, but it is such weaker power than the Lord. And that is so crazy cool. And there's even a story in the Bible. It's in the old Testament 
when there's the different plagues in Egypt and the king brings in these different, he brings in, I don't know if they distinctly use the word astrologers, but he brought in men who could, um, who could do, I think it was like miracles and get rid of the different plagues or whatever. And then Moses, I believe it was Moses, was also, he was using God's power to get rid of the different plagues. But there got to a point where the other people could not get rid of a certain plague, but Moses could because God's power was stronger. So anyways, I experienced that firsthand and it was truly just experiencing that difference was so cool. Anyways, fast forward because this is, this is getting a little long, but once I started getting into my faith, I honestly just got so passionate and excited to get to know God more. I think when you get back into your faith or you start your journey with God, it's like, oh my gosh, like I feel his love. Like this is the love that I've been looking for my entire life. And if you've been struggling to feel God's love, I want you to know one that you're not doing any, you're not doing anything to make. Okay, wait, (laughs) I'm going to rephrase this. One is he is chasing after you and he absolutely loves you no matter what you do. He he has unconditional love for us. And I think it's hard for people to grasp unconditional love because in our society, love is often so, it feels like it's so based on our performance, on our looks, on just different things that we do. And it feels like sometimes that we could lose people's love if we don't show up at all times. But with God, he will never stop loving us, which is such an interesting concept. Like even, even, when we go down these paths and go towards the other side of the spiritual realm, whatever, he still loves us. And I know it's hard to believe, but trust me, he does love you. And if you're having a hard time feeling his love, here are some things that have helped me a lot because I've definitely had moments in my life where I'm like, where are you, God? I feel like you're not there anymore. So the first thing is to check in and see if you have any unforgiveness in your life. This is a huge one because God doesn't put walls up between him and us. Usually we put walls up between him and us. So unforgiveness is one of those walls is when we don't forgive other people, it invites and opens doors that lead to darkness coming into our lives. And so when our lives are full of darkness, it can feel harder to feel the Lord's love because the darkness is like over, it's just, it's just like overshadowing everything because there's just so much of it, right? And here's the other thing about God too is the enemy, he will scream at us. He will do everything to get our attention. But the Lord, he speaks to us like a whisper. He doesn't, he's a gentleman. He doesn't, he doesn't shove himself in our faces like the enemy does, trying to tempt us every which way. And I think that's really cool about God. He's not desperate. He doesn't have that desperate energy, right? (laughs) Anyways, So please try your best to rewire your beliefs that the Lord, he, I think some people think the Lord doesn't love them or care about them and has turned his back on them, but that's just not the case. Also, there's literally a motorcycler revving his engine. I think it's my next door neighbor. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Okay. Anyways, a little moment pause there. What I was saying though is God, he will never stop loving you. And to feel his love is to one, get rid of unforgiveness in your life. If you have questions about how to do this, message me on Instagram and I'll help you. Because I recently learned how to navigate getting rid of unforgiveness or how to actually forgive people without just putting a blanket over it and pretending that feeling wasn't there. 
And then number two is truly pursuing the Lord like you would any other relationship. Your relationship with God it's so comparable to if you're dating someone or if you're married or if you just have a best friend. Just think about that person. Were you guys immediately just like besties? You love each other, all this stuff. Like there's such a close intimacy in that relationship. Same thing with God. I mean, he he will. He will get intimate quick. But I think it's really important that you get to know him. And part of the way that I really got to know the Lord was through immersing myself in reading scripture and getting to know his character through the Bible. And I will put this out there. The Old Testament can feel really intense. It can feel like God is this really scary, mean thing, but he definitely is a power to be fe- to be feared. I mean, it is fearing the Lord is good <laughs> because he is, he is, I mean, he's the God of the universe. Like we're tiny little specks compared to him. But reading the New Testament, because Jesus is, he is the son of man. And that means that he, his character, it shows God's character. So seeing how Jesus interacted with people, how he treated the people that were rejects in society, that is showing God's character firsthand. So really understanding how the Lord speaks and how the Lord acts, because then when you're praying to God, and you ask the Holy Spirit, hey, Holy Spirit, what does the Lord want to say to me? It's easier to distinguish his voice against the enemy's voice or your own voice in your mind. And let's get into that really fast, is how to distinguish the voices in your mind. This is also something that I've been learning recently, is how do I hear God's voice? And I also want to say for a fact, like, I have been, so since the whole, like, me going astray, thing happened in 2021 was what year is it now 2023 it's been like two years and so if it's your first day of this if it's your year 10 or whatever just don't get discouraged don't compare your journey to mine we're all on our own journeys and our relationships with god are all very different so don't get dismayed don't get discouraged about it okay don't compare yourself is what i'm trying to say so hearing from god i definitely the reason i said don't compare yourself is because i have struggled before with comparison of other some of my friends who are believers I feel like sometimes they can hear the Lord so clearly and I'm like, I feel like sometimes they can't. But what's been helping me, like I said, is to understand how do you distinguish the voice of God? And the way that you do that is you, so this is typically how I pray and there's no right way to pray. But like I said, all the Jesus and God, they speak through the Holy Spirit to us. The Holy Spirit is a gift that Jesus gave to us when he died on the cross for our sins so when he died on the cross for our sins if you read in the bible he gave the holy spirit to all of the disciples and then if you continue to read when jesus went back up to heaven after he resurrected everything people are baptized in the holy spirit in the bible people receive the holy spirit so the holy spirit is a gift that, that god gave us through his son And the beautiful thing about the Holy Spirit is that it is our direct source of communication to our Heavenly Father. So we can hear God through the Holy Spirit. And so when I say, ask the Holy Spirit, invite the Holy Spirit in, that is like you're inviting God's presence into wherever you are. So when I pray to the Lord, I'll be like, hey God, good morning or whatever. And then I'll just, I'll praise him. I'll thank him for different things. And then I'll ask, I'll be like, Holy Spirit, come fill me. 
and reveal to me what the Lord wants to tell me today. And then I'll just sit in silence for a bit. And sitting in silence is beautiful because oftentimes we fill our, our silent moments with distractions or with things that make silent moments not silent. Because I have definitely feel like this society in general struggles with sitting in silence. I know I have before. But I'll sit in silence. And if my mind is wandering, I'll let it wander for a bit. And then eventually I'll ask the Lord, hey, Lord, my mind's wandering I just surrender this to you and I ask that you silence my mind so I can hear from you, Lord. And then sometimes it works. Sometimes I find myself having to go on a walk and getting out whatever is happening and then coming back and then trying to talk to him some more. But usually, usually that works. And then I'll be like, okay, like, what do you want me to read or what do you want to say? And I'll just, I'll wait. And usually I hear it's a really quiet voice and it usually is very aligned with scripture. So I actually write down, I'll read you guys what I heard today when I asked the Holy Spirit what the Lord wanted to reveal to me. So I also journal it all down. I find that journaling is really helpful for this. And I'll read a little bit of it. Do not fear for I am with you. Press into me, press closer to me. Don't let busyness get in between you and your husband. And then I heard him say, you're going to be such a beautiful bride, my daughter. Let yourself process, heal and grieve in me, for I am right beside you and will never leave you. Cast your anxieties to me and dwell in my peace. I am your God and you are my child. Don't give the enemy room to sneak his way in. Take care of your body, mind, and spirit like you would a temple. I am not pleased with greed. Console with me in everything and repent of your ways, dear child of mine. I still love you and I'm not going anywhere. You need to fully trust in me. I am providing. So that's an example of what the Lord revealed to me today. So sometimes it's that much stuff. Sometimes it's just, hey, read Matthew 4 or whatever. But this has definitely taken time to really distinguish what his voice sounds like. And I know I've heard his voice in many different ways. I think when I was first starting out with trying to hear his voice, it honestly helped me to be in nature, just free of any distractions. I really would hear his voice clearly when I was on the beach or in the water. So if you're a nature lover and you feel connected to God through nature, just go there. Go where you feel the most connected to the Lord and then ask the Holy Spirit to reveal what the Lord is wanting to say to you and just listen to him. And uh, I'm trying to think what else. I think end of the day, it's also really important to look at what you're consuming in your body so whether that be you're listening to a lot of music that has just messages that aren't glorifying to the lord or watching shows that are showing a lot of things with witchcraft or showing a lot of just like cheating on your husband or whatever just showing dark things it's important to be mindful of what you're putting into your mind because that stuff can build a wall between you and the Lord and it can make you can slowly become numb to evil things and I'm learning that too but end of the day I want to leave you with this it is easy to become religious and the Lord does not like religion in fact he despises it it is simply an idol the Lord wants a relationship with you 
it is different than being religious. And I think a lot of people get super caught up in being this perfect human that does that barely sins, that does everything right. They read their Bible every day for an hour. They memorize scripture, all the stuff. But does that person truly have a relationship and a deep connection with the Lord? I used to struggle a lot with feeling like I wasn't a good Christian. I didn't do everything perfectly like everyone else that I was looking at. But that doesn't stop the Lord from having a relationship with us. Look at last story. Look at Saul in the Bible. Saul was this guy that literally murdered Christians. He murdered them. The Lord one day, he actually blinded Saul. And Saul couldn't see. And he was like, stop persecuting me. And Saul realized it was Jesus. And after that day... There, I think a couple days passed and the, this one man came to Saul and the, the scales over his eyes were fell off and he could see again. And then from there, he became this, he just, he spread, he spread the news of Jesus everywhere. He, he was, he did so much work for God's kingdom and he by no means looked like a perfect Christian at all, at all. He literally killed Christians and God used him so deeply. So if you're sitting here listening to this and you're like, Callie, I don't know. I sleep around all the time. I'm drunk a lot. I do drugs. I have been in astrology, whatever the case is. If you just are sitting here like, okay, cool. I love it. But my life, my life looks the opposite of Christianity. I want you to know I was in your shoes. I literally was so far away from God and he still, he still pulled me out of my mess. So he can work through you. He will work through you and he wants a relationship with you. So keep, keep on trying. Just let him know that you want a relationship with him. But anyways, that is my, that is my little, little rant about how to get close to him. I'm so passionate about this as you can tell because God has really changed my life and I just, I really experienced his love in this really cool way the other day where I couldn't even move. I couldn't even move because his love felt like a weighted blanket on me. It's so hard to explain, but it was just like, how can I deny that God is real in this moment when I physically can't move because he's just, his presence is so strong. So anyways, I hope this episode helped you a little bit. If you have any questions, seriously, reach out to me on Instagram, message me at healthybehumanpod. Cannot guarantee I'll respond immediately. I'm actually going on my honeymoon for two weeks and I don't know how much I'll be on my social media still message me and I will definitely look at all of them and try and get back to as many as I can. And last but not least, don't forget to join our Healthy But Human group chat. If you have specific questions, this is where to drop it. This is where I honestly respond the fastest. I'll link it below. You can join. We have a weekly Bible study and it is truly an amazing place to be. So I hope you love the episode. If you loved it, please share this on your stories and just tag me and I'll repost you. And other than that, have the best day ever. Keep being amazing, keep being healthy, be human, and just know that God has the biggest plan for you. And I just, I know it. I'm praying for every single one of you who's listening and I am here for you at every step of every step of your journey. All right, I will see you next week. Have the best day and stay sweaty and healthy, be human. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.